This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Elizabeth Preston, episode 159, Be Less Awkward. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for barrier-breaking women who are ready to shed their good girl layers so they can own their power and live deeply fulfilling lives instead. I'm your host, Lindsay Elizabeth. I'm a leadership coach to women all over the world. And I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me and my guests as we challenge you to shed society's bullshit systems and beliefs to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you were meant to be. As you listen, trust your intuition to take what you love and leave the rest. The thoughts and perspectives I share on the show are my own with the lens of my lived experience as a privileged, white, cis, straight, able-bodied woman. And while that informs my experience and perspectives, I wholeheartedly believe living a deeply fulfilling life is possible to every woman. If I ever say anything harmful, I'm open to doing better and hearing your feedback. My goal is for you to leave this show feeling empowered, inspired and ready to share this show with every woman you know so they too can create a life that lights them the fuck up from the inside. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of the show. It's always a joy and pleasure to connect with you yet again. And it's even more of a pleasure when it's a solo episode, just me and you in the next probably 20, 30-ish minutes, depending on how long I go today. We're just going to talk and it's been a hot second, it feels like, that I've done one of these. We've just had so many great interviews. If you haven't been listening to the show regularly, that's a mouthful, I encourage you to do so. We had Eve Rodsky on on episode 156 about reclaiming your time and creativity where we talked about her New York Times bestselling books Fair Play in Unicorn Space and the Fair Play system about how to equalize domestic tasks in your home which has been so eye-opening for me and my husband and such a help he takes on so much more at home now from doing the system she talks about in Fair Play in essence it takes your invisible to-do list that many of us have as women and makes it visible and allows us to ask for more help and say, here's what I'm doing around here, right? Such a great interview. And then we had Dr. Cassandra Wilder on the following week for episode 157, talking about healing your hormones. And um, I talked about how I took Dr. Cassandra Wilder's course recently and got off birth control and what that experience has been like for me and what a lot of women feel like with their hormones, especially on birth control. Just a really eye-opening episode. I've gotten a lot of great feedback on both episodes. I encourage you to listen. And then last week was Nicole Liano, and we talked about balancing masculine and feminine energy, which is a topic I've been talking a lot about with clients and here on the podcast, and I loved Nicole's take on just taking that topic to a different spin. So here we are today. We're talking about being less awkward. And this episode was inspired by just a casual conversation I was having with somebody when they said, you know, Lindsay, I don't think you realize I'm awkward. And I left that and I thought, 
I'm so tired of hearing brilliant, amazing women tell me how awkward they are. And I can so relate to this because I used to feel really awkward and I'm not the most social person. I am an introvert on the Myers-Briggs. I'm an INFJ, which is the most rare type, something like only one to three percent of the population is an INFJ. I've always felt very weird and different for various reasons, be it INFJ, be it that I have ADHD that we all now know. I just got diagnosed recently, if you missed that. Many reasons. And so I've grown up thinking I'm weird, I'm different, I'm not quite like everybody else, I don't belong. And I've had to do a lot of work around this to be, in essence, like socially not awkward. (laughs) And it's still, you know, kind. it's not, I wouldn't say it's a struggle for me. It's just, I'm not naturally a social person. And I'll give you an example. Today, as I'm recording this, we just went to um, my alumni group's egg hunt for Easter. So I went to Texas Christian University, also known as TCU. And um, I, I love going every year and we haven't had it in a few years because of COVID and weather and such. And as we're going there, I'm like, oh God, I hope I don't run into anybody I know. <laughs> That's like the first thing. And I almost didn't want to go because I just didn't want to go and run into somebody and have to socialize. And to give you another example of just how like introverted I can be, there are two gyms that are near our home and they're part of the same company. So we can go to either gym because we're a member there. And while they're similar distances from our home, one is significantly easier to get to. But I know a lot of people in that area. And so I'll drive my booty a little bit farther to go to the other gym just so I don't run into anybody that I know there. <laughs> so I just share this with you to say, like, I'm not a social person. I especially hate the small talk of like, hey, how are you kind of conversations. I got to talk to my clients all day long because I know them deeply And we don't talk about, you know, in essence, like the weather and surface level shit. We talk about real stuff. And I know that they know me on a deep level. And it's, I love that kind of conversing. I don't love this like kind of surface level stuff that many of us have to do day in and day out. Some of us are very fortunate. We don't have to do that stuff. We become entrepreneurs or, you know, we work from home or whatever. And what happens is then we become maybe a little bit awkward socially, especially in these COVID times, right? We've kind of all been locked in our houses for a while now and come in and out here and there. But maybe for you, that story's gotten a little bit bigger of like, God, I'm so socially awkward or I'm awkward in this way or that way. And so today I just want to help you lean into that and overcome it. Because as I've overcome this, even though, again, I'm not a social person, but when I do socialize, I'm not awkward. It's opened up so many doors for me, networking wise, um, being able to sell better and convert people to clients, just, you know, in my community and making relationships with you know, things in my personal life, like for my kids and stuff, which then impacts them socially. And there's this whole societal hierarchy we're all a part of that feels invisible unless you, you know, kind of really sit and think about it. But yeah, it's really opened a lot of doors for me. And um, I'm able to do a lot in my business to lead certain people, make decisions pretty quickly, have uncomfortable conversations because I'm just not awkward anymore. So I want to share with you 
how I've been able to do this. So you can really own your power and you can go out there and knowing like, hey, maybe I don't like having certain conversations with people, but I know I can have them and I can still be authentic to me and it not in essence like kill my nervous system or just make me feel really anxious and overwhelmed and uncomfortable and um, not it really doing anything in my favor. So just to give you a little background too, it hasn't been until recently that I've gotten very, very good at not being awkward. In essence, I just call it like networking. Okay. It could just be like socializing, but I'm just going to use the term networking because even if it's not that traditional form of networking where you're like looking for business, I view everything that you're doing is kind of like selling, you know, say if even in your personal life, you're on a sideline of a soccer game and you're talking to another mom, in essence, like you're kind of selling each other on, you know, just like who you are as people or if you're wanting to connect your kids or whatever. And so again, I just call it networking. Okay. So that's what I'm going to say today. So again, I didn't get really good at this until just recently. Um, so I actually joined a networking group for my business And I did it in April of 2021. And the first few months in there, I was just kind of filling things out and filling out the group. And as I got in there, you know, it it costs money. We all paid a certain amount to be in there. Gosh, how much do we pay? Like $2,000 a year to be in this group to network with one another. It really started to hit me of like, okay, I've really got to put myself out there and utilize me spending this money in this way. And so what I had my admin Rachel do was go in to the directory in this network and start finding people who she thought I would mess with and reaching out to them and in in essence scheduling like coffee chats. So online like virtual Zoom sessions where we talk to one another. And she did that and she did it beautifully and she found amazing people for me to connect with. And so for about two or three months, I was meeting with, gosh, I don't know, like maybe up to 50 different women over and over and over again. And many times it was, we would just hop on Zoom and that was the first time we were ever seeing each other. And I would ask them about them and their businesses. Then they'd ask me about me and my businesses. And I just got really good and skilled at talking to people that I didn't know. And so it just started to build that muscle even more about how I can really talk to anybody about anything, especially a woman, because I've done it a lot. And also knowing too of being a coach now for eight years. So it's my eight year anniversary that just happened on 414 that I've had my business that, you know, all of us are very similar, no matter where we are in our lives. If we're like a CEO of a company to, you know, maybe we're a student in college, like we all have very similar brains and we're going through very similar things. And so knowing that truth has really allowed me to say, okay, we all have a human brain. We're all going to have negative thoughts. We're all going to have insecurities. And so I just don't fear talking to people anymore. I don't fear, you know, really anything that's brought to the table because I'm just like, we're all kind of in the same bucket. Now my brain sometimes will go to, oh, well, this person's done X, Y, Z thing and I'll get a little nervous. But then I talk myself back down to we're all human beings. We're all human beings at the end of the day. And I go into with that mindset of not only are we all human beings, But in essence, like I talk to everybody kind of like they're my best friend. 
and I just make conversation really easy and laid back. I know it's kind of a superpower of mine and it goes back to one of my Clifton strengths of connectedness of just being able to connect with people very naturally and easily. But I encourage you to take on this mindset too, if it feels right for you, is to again, just be like, okay, I'm just going to talk to everybody like they're my best friend. Not saying go out there and tell them your life story and to tell them all this personal stuff, right? But just just act like, okay, they're already my best friend. They're already someone who I'm comfortable with. I even do this on consults or even when I'm writing copy for certain things or even just doing this podcast. I just go in with a mindset of like, yeah, this is already somebody I already know. And I'm just having a conversation with them. And that's the feedback I get time and time again, especially about my podcast is like, Lindsay, you just seem like such a normal person and you're so authentic and you're down to earth and you're so open about things. And I'm like, yeah, because when I come on here and I record this again, I'm thinking about, all right, even if I don't know you, I'm sure if we were to get to know each other, I would probably like you and we would be friends, right? Or, you know, I'd get to know your story and I would fall in love with certain things about you. And so I just go in with that. Yeah. And so I just go in knowing like we're all going to have insecurities. It's all going to be just two humans having an experience. You know, if you think about like back in the day in high school or middle school, we used to think like we were the only ones that were feeling awkward, right? We were the only ones that had like negative thoughts or insecurities. And, you know, when you look back, you're like, yeah, everybody was feeling that way. And I know I think about sometimes if I could go back in time and do those years again, high school, middle school, even college, I would live it the fuck up because I would know now is like, okay, everybody's feeling insecure. Everybody's having a moment and everybody's just looking for somebody to make them feel comfortable and to make them feel at ease and to make them in essence, like feel most like themselves and feel safe and loved and secure with. And so I would just like be going around and I would be talking to a ton of people and I would be doing all the things that I really wanted to do, like wear certain outfits or be the first one on the dance floor or, you know, just say things that I wanted to say. But at the time I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, what is everyone going to think about me and what is everyone going to do? Da, 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 da. And I'm, the thing is like everybody would just be sitting around thinking about themselves <laughs> and they would probably be thinking, wow, that girl's really brave. Um, I wish I could be more like her. And so that's kind of how I approach life now too, is being the person who I wish I could be in high school, which is again, just like very easy breezy, just kind of saying the things and doing the things and being friendly. And again, this comes from a girl who doesn't like to socialize that much, but when I know I have to do it or I want to do it even, because there are certain times I want to do it, then I can turn it on. You know, I'll give you an example of me doing this. My husband every year at his company, all the people that are local, they get together and do like a Christmas, you know, dinner and, and things of that sort. And we hadn't done it in a few years, right? Because of COVID. And the last time I remember we did it, I just felt so uncomfortable because I hadn't done this kind of work yet to be less awkward and so out of place and in my head and, you know, self-conscious and thinking about what others thought about me, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And this year I walk in 
And I was just talking it up to everybody and I was asking a bunch of questions. And anytime I maybe had a thought of getting in my own head of like, oh, I wonder what someone's just thinking about me or how do I look right now or whatever, I just guide my brain back to know just connecting with this person, listening to this person. Because again, I know human behavior and people just want to be seen. They want to be heard. They want to feel safe. They want to feel secure. They want to feel loved. And so the more that I'm just talking to them, conversing to them, being interested in them, and just knowing too that whatever comes up for them is their own stuff that really has no power over me, the more I can just show up and be myself. (laughs) And in that too, you know, I've just decided recently that I am really good at communicating. I'm really good at quote unquote peopling. I'm good at networking. I'm good at socializing. And I just keep repeating those things to myself over and over again. And I even have some thoughts in there of like, people can't wait to meet me. They can't wait to be around me. They can't wait to connect with me. When people, after they meet me, they walk away and they say, oh, that person just made me feel really good inside. I want to know more about her. And I just, again, start saying this to myself over and over again. And at first it didn't feel believable. And now it just feels so natural to be like, yeah, of course everybody wants to meet me. Even though I'm shy and I can be a little maybe awkward at times because I don't know everything to say and maybe I can't converse as long as the extroverts can, but I just keep going, you know, and I'll give you an example of what I mean by awkward is like, if we go back to when I went out with my husband for the Christmas dinner this year, you know, some of these people, they like, they drink and they party and they are out and about and they are doing their thing. Well, Jason, my husband and I, we don't. And, you know, we've had little ones and we were one of those that took COVID pretty seriously for a while. And so, you know, when they're talking about these certain drinks or certain things going on, like we can't keep up. And instead of like just sitting there and being awkward about it, I'll be like, hey, wh- what are you talking about? What kind of drink are, are you talking about here? Like, give me more details. And just kind of, again, owning that of just like, hey, I don't understand what you're talking about. And even like making a joke about it of like, yeah, we've got little ones at home, like, you know, kind of clue us old people in or whatever. And just, again, just making it like open and authentic and honest and not making it mean more than what it is. Because what I hear from people that I coach sometimes is they'll be in situations, they'll have a thought of like, oh, I don't know how to reply or I feel awkward or I am awkward. I'm not good at this. Then they'll get in their own head and they get out of the moment. And when they get out of the moment, then they're not connecting, right? And that's when it starts to get really awkward. Because I don't know about you, but I can tell when somebody gets in their head and they're not connecting with me. And then it's like, ooh, okay, like, where did this person go? (laughs) Like, I'm trying to converse with you, but like, they're off in some other land doing some other thing. Again, just being as present as possible, managing your mind for whatever comes up. And that's why it's so important for you to do intentional work around you saying things to yourself like, I'm good at this. I'm good at communicating and peopling and networking and socializing. People can't wait to meet me. People can't wait to talk to me. You know, even if you want to say my awkwardness is a superpower or what I tell myself is like my strengths shine. So I lean into that when I'm talking to people, right? Because for a long time, if we go back to the strengths conversation, when I say strengths, I'm talking about the assessment called Clifton Strengths. Used to be known as Strengths Finder. There's a strength on there called Woo. 
And woo means you're winning others over. And it's basically those people who like light up a room, right? They're the really like party animals. They're fun to talk to. They're super social people. And you know when you meet a woo person. I have a couple clients who have it. It's just like they're electric. You're just drawn to them. They're probably the most popular people back in high school, right? Because they were the ones who were like leading the the classroom in essence or like the life of the party and they just didn't seem like they were as awkward as the rest of us right and for a long time I really was like oh I wish I had woo and woo is so low for me I think it's like my number 32 out of 34 strings it's like oh man what I would do if I had woo man that would be so cool it'd be so awesome and I went back to, okay, well, what is it that you do have, Lindsay? Well, you have connectedness, input, learner, individualization, activator, and then I have some other ones that are beyond that. But I just started leaning into those. It's like, okay, based on who I am authentically, how can I use that to connect with people? Well, connectedness, hello, I can connect with anybody. I feel deeply connected to any human being because I just believe that we're all connected and I won't go into all the details of that. Individualization is another great one because I know just intuitively who somebody is. And so I can make a unique and structured conversation around who they are. Activator, which is meaning like I just kind of have this fire about me or this light about me. And so it's really exciting to be around me when I'm in that energy space. And then learn input is sometimes, you know, someone will be talking about something and I'll have something insightful to add to the conversation with that. And if I don't, then I'll get really curious and I'll lean on that part of the strength to learn more about something. And so again, it's like, I've just learned to love who I am and love to lean on my strengths and use them as my superpowers in communicating and talking to people. You know, again, I still show up and do my mindset work around this, especially if I feel like there are thoughts popping up for me to say that I'm awkward or I'm nervous. Because I also, I want to say this, I have really been working on my anxiety, especially the past year, year and a half, because I'm just naturally kind of an anxious person. And I've really been working on it by doing embodiment coaching, working on my anxiety and other ways. And so I can just be anxious, even though I will mentally tell myself like there's nothing to be anxious about. I think a lot of it is about me just being easily excitable, to be honest, because even when I listen back to some of these podcast episodes, like let's say, for example, Dr. Cassandra Wilder's episode last week, I listened back to it just recently and I was like, dang, Lindsay, like calm it down. And it was because I was so excited to talk to her. And so I can kind of get this like higher energy pitch and I'll talk a lot faster and and I'll say like more and stuff like that. And so that's really kind of my excitement slash anxiety coming out, which can make me a little more quote unquote awkward, right? So I tell you this because I just want to hit home yet again. This is not something that's been super easy for me. And I feel like if I can master this, then anybody can master this. It's just really been something that I've really loved being able to master here recently, because as I said, it's opened up networking opportunities for me. Like you look at the past few podcast episodes and the caliber of guests that I'm booking now, that has happened because I've gotten better socially. I know how to hold space for those kinds of interviews of people of that caliber, even though I get a little nervous slash excited, right? I have room to grow. I'm able to pitch to them or I'm able to accept their pitches really well. You know, with clients, I've been able to work with 
you know, stronger and stronger women in essence, you know, CEOs and entrepreneurs and different winners of things and doctors and things of that sort because I've just gotten better at communicating and I've gotten better at connecting and socializing with people, right? And even just, as I mentioned earlier, like things in my business, I'm able to take on more and do more quote unquote scary things because I don't fear as much of having the conversation around things. Like I'll give you an example of this is I have a live event every year for my Living the Dream Mastermind clients. And in that event, or this year's event, we have a private chef. And she's coming and she's going to spend the few days that we're there at the house because we're getting like this mini mansion where everyone has their own room and the chef's going to be there to cook all our meals for us. And we're just going to be able to hang out and connect and, you know, do some activities here and there. And um, there was a chef we were interviewing and I just wasn't getting good vibes off of her. But we just kept giving her chance after chance after chance. And finally, I was kind of on my last string with her and we had a Zoom call that was booked and my admin Rachel and I were on it. She was late. Rachel ended up texting her and she responded with like that she had forgotten in essence. And um, I told Rachel, I was like, okay, we're done. Like, we're not doing this. We're not going to do this anymore. And did I feel uncomfortable with it? Absolutely. Did she feel uncomfortable with it? She would probably say yes, but we were able to handle it. And I didn't want to get on and make it even more awkward than what it was. I was just like, no, we're just going to handle this. And I'm telling you again, that's from me getting better at socializing and just handling stuff because I'm just able to tackle things easier. Again, I'm really thinking about this when I'm seeing clients who are just kind of stuck in their heads about talking with people and really it comes back to them just not wanting to lean into doing hard things. And some people, they'll be great at doing hard things in their own home, like they'll work with a coach like me or something, and um, they'll lean into internal hard things a lot and doing healing and stuff, but then they're not in the external world doing hard things. And again, you know, even in this COVID era, right, of like being in our own homes. And so it's really important that we're getting back out in the world however you can or however you feel comfortable and you're talking to people and you're leaning into this and you're doing this because so much of the human experience and what our human brain needs is connection and community, right? And the more we can feel connected to something other than ourselves, a lot of times the research shows that's the better that we're going to feel, okay? And if we can't get past our own quote-unquote awkwardness, it's going to be hard to really connect with those people, okay? Okay, what else do I want to say? Oh, I know, I have some notes here from clients of when I've coached with them about things like this. So I want to just touch on these because if you are in this space of feeling these things too, here's kind of how I've coached them through that, all right? So Something a client told me once was, okay, yeah, I know you want me to go out there more or I know I want to go out there more, but what if they reject me? And that's a legitimate thing. As somebody who is an entrepreneur, right, I get rejected all day, every day. Like, for example, I will send a message out to thousands of people telling them like, hey, book a consult call, okay? And very few people will take me up on that. So in essence, I got rejected by thousands of people in that email and only a few people took me up on it. Or I will post something on social and I'll be like, yeah, that message is on fire. And then I'll see my follower account drop. 
So I'm getting rejected by them, right? And I don't take it personal. I know it's just business because sometimes, you know, I have my own things of like, oh, I'm tired of getting so many emails from this person or this, this just isn't resonating for me anymore. You know, sending love and light to that person, but it's not for me. So I know it's not always personal, but I get rejected all the time. So I get it. I know how hard it can be to feel rejected, especially if you're somebody who has a non-neurotypical brain like ADHD, like myself. There is something called, I think it's called um, RSD, like rejection sensitivity disorder, where you take rejection and you it feels even worse to you. And I definitely have that, right? I've had to manage my mind a lot around rejection. But here's the deal. You'll feel the feels of it. You'll learn and you'll move on. And if you're a client of mine, I'll hold you there through the discomfort of that. And then I'll help you improve through that. Okay. So if you're on your own and you don't have a coach right now like me to hold you through that, that's where you won't want to lean into the discomfort because you won't have somebody there that will help you through it. And maybe you have some tools to do that on your own and that's beautiful and great. I give my clients the same. So you may have those, but this is why I always have a coach in my life because I'm continuously leaning into discomfort in my life because I continuously want to be growing. And again, as an entrepreneur, there's so much growth all of the time because again, I'm getting rejected all the time as I'm leaning into new things every single day with that. And so I just have my coach or again, I have the tools to help me lean through that discomfort and then improve beyond that. So you just have to kind of make it something that's your everyday. It's like, yeah, you're going to wake up and you're going to get rejected every single day. Yeah. So yeah. So that's kind of how I view it because my brain again, will fear it so much. And I'll just tell my brain, yeah, so I'll get rejected. I'll feel the feelings and I'll move on. And then I get stronger and I get better. And it opens up more possibilities for me. You've got to keep your why in mind of why is it that you're wanting to connect with more people? Why is it you're wanting to become, you know, socially more skilled? Keep that why in mind for the days that feel really, really hard. Okay, for me, my why is that I just want to be able to talk to people. I don't want to be so feeling like sometimes I'm just in my own little shell. As an Enneagram 5 that's kind of what we're known for is being in our shells. Many people say we're like the hermit crab and we love to live in our shells. And that's so true. And there are so many days that I'm like, oh, I can't go out into the world anymore. And I just lay in bed in essence in the fetal position a lot of times with my warm little blankie. And I'm just like, okay, this is what I'm doing today. But then there's a point where I get back up and I get back out there in the world and I do it again and again. Because my why is I want to be connected to the world. I want to, again, like lean into the discomfort of things, be it for my kids and being able to connect with people in, in their world so that I can show up for them in many different ways. Because again, if we go back to this networking idea, right, the more I show up for my kids, the more, you know, they're getting in favor in their communities. Like for example, the more I'm showing up for my kids' teachers and I'm there and I'm presenting, you know, just energy to them or, you know, I'm there to talk with them about my child or just what they're going through. You know, we all kind of put these little like mental dollars in our bank from somebody. And I know as a former teacher myself, I was a dance teacher, you know, you try not to play favorites, but when you're connecting to a parent time and time again, because they're there to socialize with you and they're there to help you and they're, they're just there, you know, feeling like they're on your team. It's, it's not it's not hard to then start to be like, oh, 
Well, so-and-so, let me spend extra time with you. Oh, well, so-and-so, let me put you in the front, right? And it just it's just the way it works. You know, we just tend to lean into what we like more and what feels more comfortable. And that requires me many times to lean in my own discomfort and show up for them and then show up for people in the world, not only for them, like clients, for example, but for myself too. You know, the more I can talk to people and meet people, the more people that tell other people about my work and maybe become clients. And that's beneficial to me too, right? And so, yeah, just lean into the rejection. It's just a part of life. It's just a part of life. You know, and two, I think about the dating scene. I have some clients who date and they'll get so scared to go back out there. And this is something that really is a superpower for me because of my activator strength is like when I feel called to do something, like after my divorce happened, I was like, I'm getting back out there right away. I will do it and I will just lean into that and go after it. But for some people who don't have that kind of strength, then they're like really getting their heads about certain things. And so again, you've got to just lean into the rejection and have the support or the tools to help you through it. Somebody else, when I've coached them through this, they'll say like, well, I would love to do XYZ thing socially, but I've been burned from ABC thing. And when I hear that, I'll say, okay, well then let's heal it. And so luckily, you know, they have the tools for me to be able to go in and heal that. And I'll even support them through that if they need that. But I just want to tell you that because you may not have the tools yet. And that's always possible. Always, always. Anything from your past that's happened to you that's made you feel like, oh, I can't go out there and be myself because Lord knows we have many moments from our childhood years, even going back to those middle school and high school years where maybe we put ourselves out there and we got burned, even elementary years, and we felt burned or uncomfortable or made fun of or whatever. The brain really loves to hold on to those things. And you can heal that stuff so it doesn't have to hold you back anymore and feel like, you know, you're back in the third grade again on the spelling bee stage and everyone's laughing at you. Okay. So just take that in mind. Um, Something else I hear a lot too is just like, I'm anxious, Lindsay. I have anxiety. And that's where I say me too. I've chosen to lean into it. I've chosen to make anxiety my friend. And again, most other people have anxieties too. Most people have their own negative thoughts. Roll with it. Connect with it. Make it a game. Learn to ground and breathe in that. Okay? So when I say grounding, it's like really starting to connect with the earth. And it's going to sound woo-woo to some of you, but it really works. Is to ground with the earth. So what you can imagine is that your feet have roots and they're going deep into the ground and you're connecting with the ground. And that kind of takes you out of your head and wanting to leave your body, which anxiety can cause for a lot of people and getting you back into your body. Okay. And just learning how to take deep breaths and to get in your body can really, really help. Again, this is stuff I do with my clients. Um, And so just, again, lean into it, make it your friend, Don't make anxiety like your foe. Just say, okay, anxiety, here we are today. Okay, how are we going to lean into this and um, go do this uncomfortable thing? That will then not be as uncomfortable because we'll keep doing it and then I won't have to have anxiety about it anymore. And then the last thing I hear a lot from clients when they're leaning into socializing more or quote unquote being less awkward is it's just too hard. And I will say if this isn't growth that you want right now, that's totally okay. 
you can choose your growth. You don't want to take on everything under the sky for growth at one time. It's going to be way too much for your brain and your body, especially your nervous system. You want to pick and choose. But for some reason, you were attracted to this podcast today. And for some reason, you're making it through it till almost the end. So my guess and my hunch would be that you want to go socialize more. And so choose it. Choose it. And that means you can start by just starting the same mindset things around you being easier to go out and socialize and communicate. I gave you those examples before of just like, I'm good at this. And if that feels like too much of a stretch for you, you could say something like, I I'm leaning in to being a better communicator. I am leaning in to being a better networker, right? So just know too, everything's going to have their element of hard. No matter what you're doing and choosing with your growth, that's just the way it is. I actually have a client right now. She's a fellow coach and she's starting a podcast called Change is Hard. May not be out yet by the time this episode goes live. Actually, I know it won't be out yet, but soon it will be. And um, that's just the way change is. It just is hard at first. And so in essence, like pick your poison. What kind of change do you want right now? For whatever reason, it might be this for you. So lean into it. I promise you, it's so beautiful on the other side of this. I still have growth and work to do with this, but man, does it feel good. I just feel like I'm more in my power. I feel like, okay, bring it on world. And I don't have to be so scared anymore. I can lean into these things. I can have these conversations and communications with people. Um, and in that too, like I've become a better coach too. You know, I hold space for clients who sometimes are unhappy with me or they're triggered by me. And that's hard stuff. That's uncomfortable stuff. And I just sit in it and I lean in it. Whereas before, I probably would have wanted to run away with this from those things that I did. And now I can just sit with it because I can have a lot, quote unquote, easier conversations with meeting new people and holding the energy of that, that now I can hold even harder things. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If you find yourself having thoughts that come up for you of like, oh, this is hard. I can't do this. I'm just awkward. I'll never be better at this. It's, you know, anxiety, this anxiety, that again, that's mindset stuff that can be changed and healed. And um, I'm here to help you if you need it. I'm here for you. This is stuff, if you wanted to make a goal around this about being less awkward, a lot of times it comes across with my clients as being more confident or being a better communicator is another one I hear a lot. Then let's go. Let's coach together. The first step always is to applying for a free consult. Just go to Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-E-Preston.com forward slash apply. The link's always in the show note too. And let's start talking about how you want coaching to help you to ensure we're a good fit. All right, my friend, that's all I have for today and this week. Until next time, I'm sending you love and blessings. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast. If you haven't left a review for the show yet, what are you waiting for? Your reviews give us the feedback and momentum we need to continue to produce this incredible free content for you. Plus, when you leave a review for the show, you get a copy of my book for free. Simply take a picture of your review and submit it to Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, 
epreston.com forward slash one zero zero. And you'll receive a digital copy of my wisdom from the first hundred episodes book. This book is a study guide for life. Enjoy. And of course, share the show with your friends. I believe every woman can create a deeply fulfilling life that lights them the fuck up from the inside. The more you help others succeed, the more you help yourself. So share, share, share this show. And I'll see you soon and your friends back on the show next week for another eye-opening episode. Until then, keep rocking it.